Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake. Myself, Big Baby David. We are both under the weather. I uh, coming off a big warehouse week. I went into the warehouse kind of sick, and now I sound like this. I also lost my voice just from yelling and cheering. No funny business. Feeling better, um, but definitely, almost everyone who came out of the warehouse had some sort of sickness or cold. So that was a fun plot twist on. What was a fun Blitzball battle, besides everyone feeling bad? Um, the other big event, besides Blitzball battle that's going on in the sports world, World Baseball Classic, BBD made a noise. Uh, awesome. Update, I told you pre-show that Mike McGlynn, she's going to the Broncos. It's a big, it's a big contract. Uh, five years, $87.5 million, 50 guaranteed. Bronco's got Mike McGlinchey. Uh we're in a you know, I always I always love doing the like where are we at in the sports world? And it's funky. WBC has been a shot of life for baseball fans. And I wanna I wanna come out and compliment that. But like BBD mentioned, NFL free agency just started. So we're getting some updates on that. We're still waiting for the big quarterback shoes to drop per se. Um Let's see what happens with Rodgers. Um, let's see if anything happens with Lamar. I know we ran through some of that. Derek Carr is still on the Saints. Mm-hmm. Covered that. Um, what else was going on in the sports world? There was another big thing that happened. Um, oh, we just mentioned March, the golf. And- March Madness. The golf. So it's uh, this weekend snuck up on me a little bit work-wise. And, I mean, March Madness used to be like... Well, I, I'll quote our own Dan Canobio, but he basically said, you know, he used to live for it. And yeah, I mean, bracket season. I mean, come on. Uh, and I think we'll fill out a bracket at the end of this because I was going to wait till Wednesday, but they start playing the Tuesday games. Ooh. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like you kind of have to get it in. Yeah. Mm, been there. But first, World Baseball Classic. I We talked about it on Talking Baseball uh, leading up. We didn't know how into it we were going to be as the games began was pretty into it. Uh, Had the privilege of watching the team Australia game with Peter Moylan. And that was awesome. Um, Peter Moylan had just coached most of team Australia literally weeks ago uh, on his Melbourne aces. He was like their manager. He was the manager. He was literally their manager. Um, and so watching them play was pretty cool because, man, Peter had the full scouting report on every one of them uh, to good degrees and bad degrees. Like, you know, he, he basically he called most of their hits. He called a pickoff. He said this pitcher will pick off a base runner. He did. Um, he, uh, he called a double play ball. Uh, he was like, yeah, this... There's a fastball on his hands. It's going to be two. And that's exactly what it was. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was pretty wild. He was predicting the game perfectly. So that was a really cool perspective. Uh, and then I was fully hooked in. Uh, when I flipped on uh, Mexico versus Colombia, yes. Uh, and that game was awesome. Um, the intensity that it had... 
is is unmatched with high level, you know, World Series games. Like even just you know, it's the whole conversation of how how MLB crowds act and how the Dominican League acts and how the players get to ask and we've seen all these players yelling and screaming coming off the mound. I'm open to more of that. I I mean, I don't think you'll ever... You can't consistently do it over the regular season, and I guess I'll spin it to my voice right now. Um, I think it works better in the Dominican League because it's a shorter season. I think you can go crazy. Go a little nuts. I think over 162, if you do that to yourself as a crowd, a player, you just get worn out. Like, I don't know. I don't don't think, you know, we saw the Italian pitcher call himself him, obviously. Um, You know, saw a couple other pitchers freak out on their way off the mound. A, you're playing for your country. So there's just this weird inert, if that's the right word, I'll let Feo tell me, um, sense of pride. You're playing for your country and, like, it feels like you're playing for other people and, like, the... The people you know in your life. So that's how you get more emotion there. And it's just a tighter thing. I mean, you might only play four games in this thing, so you might as well let it all hang out. Or if you make a run and you can say our country is the best baseball country in the world, that's pretty exciting. So um, I've been enjoying the World Baseball Classic. Um, I'm interested to see the next step of it in our United States of America familiar uh they just caught their first l yesterday to mexico so i mean we got some border rivalry stuff going on there and they also got blown out which is very important because i think we got i think we got corrected into runs allowed per out so i guess that brings in the mercying and things like that that we've seen uh and man the u.s let mexico put up a big number on the board that they're will have to do something, they will either have to do something special in the qualifying stages and put up big numbers um, against the other big teams in their regions, or um, they'll need an upset from a Canadian team or a Great Britain team that it's more than possible. I mean, we saw everyone's darling, the Czech Republic. They went out and they won a game, which, uh, I mean, their roster... You know, I. how do you phrase it the right way? I mean, these are guys that literally, they are not baseball players as their job. That's just accurate. Their manager's a surgeon. Their ace, I think, is uh, he's like a woodworker. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so they won a game. So I, I saw a lot of people doing like, USA, man. They might have blown it last night, and they may have. And maybe we'll come back and say that in a few days because they don't have their best pitchers. I mean, come on. It's it's funny. We've spent a lot of time being like, hey, this is awesome. They're, they're rolling out some real dudes, and they are offensively. Um, the USA pitching, because a lot of those guys make so much real money. I mean, they're a pitching staff behind. You know, Wayno Wayno comes out, and I love Wayno, and this is spring training Wayno. He's pumping 84. You know, I, it's what these guys decided to do. I don't think they were wrong in doing it. 
Um, but yeah, man, I mean, Cespedes Barbecue, they tweeted this out. Scherzer, Verlander, DeGrom, Bieber, Cease, McClanahan, Gallon, Rodon, Nola, Wheeler, Musgrove, Strider, Freed, Burns, McKenzie, Manoa. They didn't mention Garrett Cole, and people got very mad at them for that. Um, but, and you know, that's, that's part of the list, and there's more to go on that. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I think the United States set themselves up pretty good for uh, if things don't work out, everyone's going to say the pitching, the pitching, and they didn't do this, and they didn't care. And, you know, for, for a couple months we were talking about how they did care, and it was kind of cool they did. Uh, the pitching side is so tough because, I mean, hey, any of those big names I just mentioned – as fun as the WBC has been up until this point, you know, if I'm a Mets fan, I don't think I want Scherzer Verlander really out there. Like, I don't, I don't need them dialing it up and reaching back for more. When spring training is built for pitchers, that's, that's what we found out. Um, I, I, it's one of those things you always knew. Pitchers report early, and you see guys working on their innings, but... You also see hitters working on stuff and going the other way in new stances. Hitters need about two weeks to get ready for the season. Just to be in the outfield and take swings every day and get your reps in and have enough at-bats that you feel ready to go. It's about two weeks. Pitchers need like a month and a half to get to like where they want to be. And yeah, man, I... I don't know. I, I think you see some of these other pitchers for other countries from different leagues that they're ready to go. The roster of U.S. pitchers they brought is not their best. It should be better than what they did against Mexico. I know they were saying they mismanaged kind of the back-to-back -back bullpen day stuff. Um, let's see how that goes. Let's see how the rest of the tournament goes. I don't think the U.S. is done. Um, I think they'll find something else in the bag, but... I, it's also so funny that baseball is being treated this way. Like, Mark DeRosa, if if the USA does finish 3-1, and one, but they lose on the runs thing, people are going to be like, oh, Mark DeRosa, what was he doing managing that team? It's pretty tough. <laughs> pretty unfair. Baseball terms. It's like as unfair as it gets. Yeah, I mean, a four-game sample, kind of whatever the record ends up being. Currently two games. Yeah. Two games. They lost to a Mexico team. Patrick Sandoval, man. I'm buying that guy. I know I know Angels pitchers, but he's he's good. He pitched good against the Yankees. He's got a little piss and vinegar to him. He just took down Team USA. So uh I'm very much enjoying the World Baseball Classic. I I think it's funny and we talked about it on the episode of Talking Baseball. You've got the weird mix of things and ways you can enjoy it, whether it's the uh, the pitcher from the Czech Republic that struck out Otani. That's one of those, like, lifetime, incredible, how do we get to this point? That guy's got that forever. It's a cool moment. Sweet. Um, in the... Uh, what was the game I was watching? Not... So let's see. Venezuela, Puerto Rico, Mexico, U.S. Give me that full scoreboard. Break me out. Break me out. Is that a phrase? The 
the Colombia Mexico game, the guy that closed it out for Colombia, uh, Zuniga. He, uh, one of these guys, he was throwing 102, snapping sliders. He's on the Cardinals 40, man, as like a double-A reliever. He looked as gross as you'll see a pitcher look, and with the crowd being electric, that's what I like, and I wonder if that even sparks Zuniga or, you know, I think it'd be even funny, like, if the Cardinals did a trade this year and you saw the third guy in the trade was Zuniga, you wouldn't even flinch. Now baseball fans kind of know who that guy is. Like, you know... Imagine if your team traded with the Cardinals and you got, you know, they've been rumored to trade an outfielder. If they get that outfielder and then they get Zuni, you'd bring up that clip and you'd be like, oh, this guy. Yes. Not scared of the moment. Yes. We need him. Um, and the end of that Colombia-Mexico game was just great anyways. We had a squibber, went off Urias's glove to end it. Ghost Runner, we're, we're tied in the ninth, eighth and ninth tied. Ghost Runner ends up scoring, which if you're Mexico, you're a little sad, but they also had their chance too. Um, saw Team Israel get a win like that. Guy Max Manis, hype. Were you hype, PBD? Happy for him. Can't say I was able to dive into the game, but it was all good things. Yeah, I will say I did have another. <laughs> I made myself laugh with a tweet, but it wasn't particularly a good one. But after Blitzball Battle, like, like six days of doing stuff, we had an orientation on Tuesday night, and then we played and cheered for five days. To come out of it, and I was like, wait, USA plays Mexico tonight? This is going to be perfect. I'm going to go home. I'm going to watch USA Mexico. I'm going to get a good night's sleep. And I'm going to be tuned up this week. When I saw the game was at 10 p.m., pretty broken internally. Um, yeah. And I know that probably sounds like old man stuff to a lot of you, and that's fine. Uh, but it was a long week in East Coast, West Coast sports, yada, yada. You don't want to hear it. Um, flipped over after watching the Oscars for a little bit. Kind of a snoozer. Sorry to all my Oscars fans. I don't know. I need a little. I need a little more performancey. I need a little jazz it up a little bit. Um, Hugh Grant, funny. I, I had a weird realization with Hugh Grant. He was kind of the rom com guy a little bit when I was young. Still is. He's always kind of been funny, and he brings it to award shows. I get it. Charming. Accent. Um, could play for Great Britain in those shitty uniforms. True. He's been. Uh, he's in one of those like kind of bad HBO dramas. Sure. That like oh, everyone yeah. got sucked into. What I'm was blanking that? on which one. The divorce one. Or the, yeah. Someone killed somebody. Yeah. Someone. Yeah. That was a big. One one. Our group chat got got pretty into that one. I mean, and I it, think it has, he like, was like the number one movie. suspect the whole way. Yeah. And the plot twist was like, he did it. It's, it's exactly who like, you thought. <laughs> All right. And I was like, what? You're sent up for a plot twist, and then it wasn't there. Um, long story short, I'm into the World Baseball Classic and what it's doing. Um, I was Yeah, I was excited for the USA game. I had a similar 10 o'clock realization flip to, to FS1. And I got excited a little bit, got got a little bit of the mojo back when it was Venezuela, Puerto Rico coming up. 
and then Venezuela just gets out to a huge lead early. Glaber not even in their lineup. It's like, oh. So I, I had to turn away from that. But yeah. Yeah. It's um Yeah, in a in a weird random way, my my Italians, Nikki Cass, Dan Canobio's Italians, they're a fun story. They're moving on to the next round. I guess we're still like a round and a half away because I think the the people who are advancing from these regions, they then play, and then we come to the U.S. Um, like, I was excited. I was like, wait, is Team Italy going to be playing in the U.S.? But I think they'd... I think they're going to be playing... Japan in the Tokyo Dome. I got to double check that. I don't think that's right, actually. Um, I don't know. I'm in it. I'm and right now I'm. What you're hearing me at the final part of this is doing a chicken dance between. Do I want the U.S. to kind of get kicked in the nuts so next time the better pitchers go, or do I just want them to move on in advance? I think I want them to move on in advance. I mean, it's not like. It's not like we have college pitchers in this. It's not old school. There's still like quality MLB guys. Yeah. So let's uh let's figure it out. Get over the loss to Mexico. Win big, score some runs, hold the other team. And I think you land up in an okay spot. Um If they do lose, man, people are going to be hot in the streets, huh? Yeah. I mean ultimately and you look at up and down the box score. Ultimately, they got killed by the guys who were also real major leaguers. It's right. not like they got just slapped Mexico's around by good. randoms. Randy Rosarena went three for five. Joey Manessis was one of the stories of the second half. USA played Mexico a lot. Mexico would win a chunk of games. They're a good team. They're a good team. Sandoval's a real pitcher. Jose They've Quintana. We'll miss at least the first three months of the season. Three months. Wow. So there's a big injury. Just saw that tweet from Shea Station ad. Go check them out. And happy for Joey Manessis, I guess. Always. He hits. Was, at a time, teammates with Trevor Plouffe. Forza. Italy. Forza. Um, That is the World Baseball Classic wrap-up. I like it. Go USA because I don't want the finals to be in the U.S. and they're out and then everyone's all pissy about it. Just being biased. That's all that is. All right. Let's do a little March Madness. The brackets came out yesterday. So if you want to pick along at home or see if I give any good piece of advice, let's see what happens along the way. Let's stop. Start in the top left, the South Region. BBD South Regions. What? South Region in the top left. Can't that makes it. sense to me. Right? I always love that. Uh, Alabama's really good. I think I love storylines. That's how I fill out my brackets. I like knowing a little bit, but I like knowing some storylines. Uh, Alabama's been in the news for the bad reasons recently. Brandon Miller, their star player, going to be an NBA superstar whole gun thing. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think Alabama's going to be a big part of this tournament. I think they might be the best team. Um, let's see how the bracket shakes out for them. Classic 8-9 game, Maryland-West Virginia. Wow. The Dirty Terps. I have a lot of friends that went to these schools. A couple party schools. Nice. 
good news, we're going with Maryland. Um, better versus top 25 teams. Uh, better in conference play. West Virginia's 19 and 14. College basketball, eat bugs. San Diego State, Charleston, 12-5. You're going Charleston. They're a team that doesn't even normally get invited to the party. They're going to be all amped up, and they're a 12 team. I think a lot of metrics really like them, and you're running into San Diego State, who's not a traditional powerhouse. Well, excuse me, they had a couple really big years there. Jimmy G to the Raiders. Jimmy G to the Raiders. Mm. Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Reported by Mike Garofolo. Garofolo and Garoppolo. That's a little too... That's a little too much for me. Um, congrats to the College of Charleston uh, for beating San Diego State. Uh, Virginia Furman, it's Virginia. We believe in coaching this time of year. Tony Bennett, go get him. Creighton, NC State. Creighton, disappointed in the regular season. They might have a nice tournament. Baylor versus the Gauchos. UC Santa Barbara. Baber. Baber. Excuse me? What did you just say? We're going with Baylor. We don't ever want to say Baber again. Jimmy G to the Raiders. Do I like that? No. Don't feel great. No. What is that? They wanted to keep Stidham. I read this morning. You want to keep Stidham and you got Jimmy G. They're going to get I a guess they wouldn't have been mutually They're going to draft a quarterback. You have to. Uh, Missouri, Utah State. Utah State wins big. Huge. Bet the house. Arizona. They beat Princeton. Close game. Always with Princeton. Smart kids. Arizona beat Utah State. Creighton beat Baylor. Wow. Virginia Beach, Charleston, Alabama. So pretty chalky, except Creighton, Alabama, rolls on Virginia, and Arizona. So one and two. You guys like that? You guys like that? Deep cuts. Deep bracket cuts. Alabama wins. I like them a lot. They just came out of the South. Congrats, Alabama. Alabama comes out of the South. Wow. Wow. Seceding. Wow. We'll stay on the left side, or I have the east region as the other left side of my bracket. The Purdue Boilermakers are back. Zach Eady, tall, sure. Memphis FAU. How about that? The Owls. Good for them. Uh, I'm going Memphis. Got it. Duke versus Oral Roberts, you're 12-5. God, how many people want this game to go down? Oh, literally everyone. Oral Roberts, 18-0 in conference. It's Duke. And I don't like Duke. But I do like Tennessee. They advance over Louisiana, you're 4 versus 13. Kentucky Providence, cats go down. Take that. Andrew Skip, he's my friend that went to Kentucky. Providence, the 11, moves on. K-State, Montana State. God, if you're looking for a 14-er, that really scratches an itch for me. The Bobcats only have one loss since mid-January, and they score from the free throw line? 
Oh. Montana State. Moves on for now. If I see another 14er I like. Come back. They'll lose. But for right now, we like Montana. You got two states there. Kansas State and Montana State. Montana State is a team you sleep on. Ask any team in the country. If they had a game versus Montana State, they're not scouting. They're not doing anything. Ooh. Look at this. Michigan State, USC. Those are two proud schools. I like that. Um, I'm going to go with USC, double-checking that their head coach is still Andy Kennedy. Or no, not Andy Kennedy. What's his name? He's kind of hot. Andy Enfield. Uh, Yes. He's kind of hot. He was the coach at Florida Gulf Coast when they became Dunk University. And screw Michigan State. Okay, so yeah, we found our ugly part of the bracket. Because you got 10, 11, 14 right here. Bong. That sets up Marquette to beat USC. That sets up... Providence to move on, so Providence Marquette. Yes, yes, that's Biggie's basketball. Marquette moves on. Purdue sneaks by Memphis. Tennessee beats Duke. Tennessee beats Purdue, the one seed. They can't finish it off. Marquette comes out of the East region. Happy for them. Shaka Smart. Shaka Smart. Can you believe it? Used to be known as a bald guy. He's not anymore. Top right, Houston. H-Town, Funky Town. They beat Northern Kentucky. Happy for them. Auburn beats Iowa. You're nine over the eight. Um, Really happy for them. Higher in the BPI rankings. You don't care. Miami versus Drake. Wow. Wow. We'll give the U one. A lot of people are going to pick Drake, and they might very well win. But I think that might be too sexy of a 12-5. You got to play defense there. Indiana beats Kent State. Oh, wow, I like the draw for Indiana. Um, Iowa State, they'll play the winner of Mississippi State-Pittsburgh. That always is tough for me. Because you can pick Mississippi State or Pittsburgh at this point when you're filling out the bracket, which just feels unfair. And they technically get to play a tournament game, so whoever wins is like peacocking. <sighs> I'm not going to take them, but I want to take them. Iowa State. I feel like you just like can't ever pick the, the playing How does this happen? I realize what they were trying to do. Yeah. And like for the small schools that get into these playing games, like I know it's like really good for them. See, so like school gets money, right? And like UNC Asheville, they as a fifteen seed. Sure, I don't, I don't know. It just feels like why don't we do this with the lower lower seeds like we do? The Jets have lost Derek Carr. They've lost Jimmy Garoppolo. And now they lose Mike White. He's going to Miami on a two-year deal. Wow, good for Mike White. Mike White, was he was balling out. He was a pimp. Two-year deal worth up to $16 million. Good for you, Mike White. 
Tua basically is guaranteed to get hurt at some point if yeah. they still even love Tua. I think I saw they're going to figure out an extension. I don't know. Xavier beats Kennesaw State. Sorry. That would mean uh, the, the the other 14 seed does indeed win. Yeah, they're State. good. Oh, damn it. Damn it. We'll get to the other 14 game. In oh, a yes. Because I would have liked that. I scrolled down. I like the team. I don't like who they're playing. Um, Xavier beats Kenny Saw State. So, yeah, no. Montana State's good. There's your 14. Lock that in, Janiel. What's he referencing? Hmm. Penn State A&M. Wow, I love this. A couple football schools. Um, man, some of the metrics love A&M. Good in conference. Good BPI. Four and one versus top 25. Penn State? No thanks. Gig'em. Oh! And obviously, Texas is the two seed. Huh. They play Colgate, so you're lined up for Texas, Texas A&M. This is why we do storylines. You have to believe in it. Yeah, we've got the script on that one. I mean, that's a buzzer beater. Um, And Texas A&M wins. Get out of here, Texas. Texas is not back. Uh, am I just going to move on Big East teams? Feels like a bad strategy. Xavier, mm. Iowa State. You got to believe in something in this life. Go, Xavier. Indiana beats Miami. A couple iconic schools for different reasons. Houston beats Auburn, but they actually might not. But I'll move Houston along. Indiana beats Houston. Texas A&M beats Xavier. Indiana comes out of the Midwest. Crazy. The full sentence doesn't hurt. Indiana announces themselves back as a college basketball school. As college basketball is down, Indiana comes back. Life is a beautiful circle. Mike Woodson. Oh, hot. Hot. In the West, Kansas wins. Arkansas versus Illinois. Wow. Ooh. How about it? Uh, we're going with the final line. I like the, the top 25 stat. Although I saw Arkansas give Bama a fight and it was impressive. But the Illini win. St. Mary's VCU. I mean, there's another 12 5 for you if you're looking for it. My goodness. Um, the Gales are a great program. Maybe it's a shock of start. Smart tournament. VCU wins. His Marquette goes dancing. UConn beats Iona in a classic matchup. Um, I uh, Rick Patino on the other sideline. I like Patino as a coach more than I like Danny Hurley. I do think UConn. They're a really good team. They just need a little more. They need one more true score, and they don't have that. We'll circle back to them. TCU, I'm in on. They're playing the other 11 seed, which is either ASU or Nevada. Um, old uh, old pit coach, uh, Jamie Dixon there. Believe in what he's doing. Um, this was the other 314 I'm mad about. Gonzaga versus Grand Canyon. 
Grand Canyon University is hilarious. They're basically building a jock school. Yes, that is this. Like school. in five years, they're going to be like on on a top five tournament. They'll be ranked. I believe in that. Um, that being said, Gonzaga is a horrible matchup for them. A horrible matchup. The three seeds, K-State, Xavier, or Baylor, I think any other one, I think I'd take Grand Canyon over them. Um, but I will not be. Uh, I'll take the Zags. That's a tough. Yeah. Grand Canyon and TCU have essentially the same logo. Ooh. So that's, that's getting me pretty good That would right be now. fun. Sets up a good graphic there. The GCU-TCU, that would be fun. Um, let's see if we get there. I don't know. For now, it's the Zags, it sounds like. It's the Zags. Um, Northwestern versus Boise State. What is this? That's bad. Um, I didn't know these guys even do basketball. Northwestern wins by default, unfortunately. Actually, no. Boise State. That's a flip-flop. Probably either, have a cool uniform. If either of these teams can win, take the lesser one. Um UCLA probably gets scared by UNC Asheville, but they win, and then they beat Boise. Gonzaga beats TCU, unfortunately. Um, UConn does win. Kansas wins. Kansas beats UConn. Their lack of scoring runs into a problem there, but UConn getting back to the Sweet 16 is good. And hey, have I been full of shit for a lot of these picks? Yes, but the fact I'm not moving UConn on to the Elite Eight should tell you something. UCLA beats Gonzaga, so we do get a true 1-2 matchup again in this region. So I have the West and the South pretty chalky. Um, yes. I will move on Kansas, although I like UCLA a lot. They have some experienced guys that have been here and done this. Um, but they did just lose... Uh, Jalen Clark, one of their one of their starting guards. God, I love Hawkes and Campbell. Man, they're a fun team. They're a fun team. Kansas moves on. Kansas, Indiana, Alabama, Marquette. Yes, this is what it's about. Alabama beats Marquette. Kansas beats Indiana, and in your national championship, Kansas trying to defend their national title. They lose to Alabama. Roll, damn, tied. The kid ends up being, Brandon Miller ends up being one of the most discussed thing we've seen in tournament history. Winning the title, heading into the draft. And they win. You got to enter your tiebreaker, right? They win 85-82. to 82. Kansas misses a game-tying shot at the buzzer. I'm entering in the Accurate Attorney Challenge sweepstakes. Ah, you have to put your name and address. Never mind. That's how you fill out a bracket, people. Let me, I guess, comment section. Let me know. What else should I be adding? What's part of your secret sauce when you're putting together a team? Jimmy Garoppolo to the Raiders. NCAA tournament brackets. Um, 
Man, I love the things that give you the, the, do you want to tweet this? Yeah. Whenever you get one of those, you know you've done something right. You know what? I do want to tweet that I picked Alabama to take down the brackets this year. Should I do it? Oh, my God. It's so ugly. Oh, all those tweets are so it's ugly. It's such a bad tweet that they they want you to do. I picked hashtag Alabama to cut down the nets. Who's in your bracket? Hashtag bracket. And then a link to ESPN. That's bad. Come on, guys. Oh, tweet from Joe's McFly. El Diablo, que palo, Juan Soto. So. Seems like a good... Good sign. I think Juan Soto just did something that Joe's likes. And he in the chat it. it says Juan Soto bomb. He homed. So that's cool. Volpe doubled again. Looks like Jimmy G's deal is for three years, forty-five million guaranteed, up to sixty-seven and a half million total. So is he starting? I guess so. Jimmy Garoppolo, man. The like one Raiders guy I followed didn't. You see, he see. It sounded like he's starting. Reunite with Josh McDaniels. Back when everyone All was magic. like Jimmy G might be good. Good. He still wins a ton of games, I guess. Ooh. Bleacher Report with a pretty weird Photoshop of Jimmy G on the Raiders. And uh, I'll, I'll for sure check that out. Yeah. No, they just did. His head yeah. is just way too intense. Looks like a big head. Not sure how that happened. All right. Well, yeah. thank you guys. Tell me who you have winning. Tell me anything in sports you like about it. We are two weeks from opening day. Uh, and change, but yeah. Two and a half weeks from opening day. It's exciting. God, our Yankees have a lot of questions, huh? Yeah, lost to everybody. Lost a lot of guys. Big up tomorrow because we didn't even touch Bader yet. Bader. Is Rizzo anything? It sounded like no, have not heard again. We will know by the time we get on a mic tomorrow. No till it's yes. Um, hit more, more homer, Soto. We like that. Um Thank you, guys. Next time I talk to you, I'll have my voice back. The Soto Homer was a bomb. That was cool. Third deck? Second deck? I have not a place a lot of ballplayers. Uh, the Nicaraguan pitcher was laughing. Oof. Wow. Got, got. All right, guys. Bomb, bomb. Love you. Thank you.